Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo. Spiritually smug. Something has been seriously lost in translation. For adulterers and tax collectors looking for relief from their lives of sin, Jesus had nothing but good news. For the religious elite and spiritually self-satisfied, he could offer nothing. He said, It is not those who are healthy who need a physician, but those who are sick. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Mark 2, verse 17. Jesus looked at the pomp of the arrogant Pharisees and knew they did not see their sin. Why, they had no need for him. In 2,000 years, little has changed. The self-righteous make light of their own sin and miss the blessing of the intimacy of grace. Meanwhile, God's grace is poured out on the repentant as he lavishes them with his mercy. Jesus doesn't have much to offer the spiritually smug, nor are they really looking. What is it inside religious folk that causes us to be self-righteous or feel superior to another, spiritually speaking? Paul, as the first missionary and instructor of Christianity, had the Herculean task of showing his fellow Jews their need for Christ, to show them that he was indeed their long-awaited Messiah. The Jews hid behind the law and the knowledge that they were God's chosen people. In Romans 1, Paul listed the sins of the Gentiles, easily identified and condemned by the Jews. But now, as he sets his sights on the Jews, his task becomes more involved as he has to take apart their self-righteousness and endeavor to get them to remove their blinders. He writes, Now you, if you call yourself a Jew, if you rely on the law and brag about your relationship to God, if you know his will and approve of what is superior because you are instructed by the law, if you are convinced that you are a guide for the blind, a light for those who are in the dark, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of infants, because you have in the law the embodiment of knowledge and truth, you then who teach others, do you not teach yourself? You who preach against stealing, do you steal? You who say that people should not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who brag about the law, do you dishonor God by breaking the law? As it is written, God's name is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. That's Romans 2, verses 17 through 24. A brief survey of the Judaism of first century Palestine is helpful here. The majority of Jews belong to three major sects. Pharisees, a group of influential Jews active in Palestine from 2nd century before the birth of Christ through 1st century after his birth, they advocated and adhered to strict observance of the Sabbath rest. Purity rituals, tithing, and food restrictions based on the Hebrew scriptures and on later traditions. Then there were the Sadducees, they were another prominent group of Jews for the same time period. They were probably smaller, but they were more elite, more influential than the Pharisees. They followed the laws of the Hebrew Bible, the Torah, but rejected newer traditions. And finally, another group, though smaller, was the Essenes. They were a sect that lived a, a communal but monastic lifestyle at Qumran near the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea Scrolls found in this location in 1947 are usually associated with them. Here's the thing. The Jews saw themselves as the only people who were spiritually connected to God. They thought themselves guides to the poor blind Gentiles who sat in darkness and were very proud of this. 
that whoever would have the knowledge of God must be beholden to them for it. All other nations must come to be schooled by them, to learn what is good and what the Lord requires, for they had the living oracles or prophecies. Hmm, could it be that the church today is an awful lot like those Paul was addressing? Spiritually smug, we find ourselves not very teachable. Apathy has encroached. We see the sins of others, but do not worry too much about our own. Ah, apparently Paul's words to the Jews in Rome have strong application. Yes, the Word of God is living and active, isn't it? It's quite marvelous, actually. If you'd like to see this, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and the title is Spiritually Smug.